Hi, and welcome to No Shelf Restraint, a podcast all about our favorite books. I'm Ashley. And I'm Lindsay. We're just a couple of friends who have a love of books, fan fiction, and all things nerdy. So come hang out where we chat about what we've been reading this month. And fair warning, it's about to get spicy. Alrighty, hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of No Shelf Restraint. Um, I'm Ash. And I'm Lindsay. And we are joined by the most wonderful author and one of my favorite people that I have ever had the pleasure of meeting, SJ Tilly. Hi, thank you for that glorious intro. Appreciate it. Um, so for those of you who haven't had the chance to read any of SJ's books, um, she's got eight out now, right? Yeah, that, that is true. Okay. So she's got the Sleet series, which is her hockey romance, which I just looked at your, um, ratings on that and like where you land on the sales ranks. Mm -hmm. Sleet Kitten is number 25 in hockey romance or sports romance. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. (laughs) <laughs> thanks um and then she's got the sin series which is like a mafia romance which was fantastic i think those were actually the first books i found by sj um and then our topic for this month's books is the um or this month's book club as i have a stroke <laughs> um <laughs> is we're gonna do the darling lake series um so that is a contemporary, like, small town romance, right? Yeah. Okay. And right. I'm excited about that. I put off reading them when I, when I realized we were doing this podcast because I knew that was going to be one of the book series. I was like, we need to read this. <laughs> so great. I love it. Love it. So we're going to just hang out for a little bit and ask a few questions and hopefully get to learn some cool things about SJ and then we will just go from there. If there's something I'm down to talk about, it's always my books. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's <Perfect>. do it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with just the first question. So I have a list of questions that I sent SJ. So I cleared this with everybody. Um, <laughs> we're just going to start with the first one on the list. So when did you first realize that you wanted to be an author? This is an answer that some of my friends hate me for because it was like, I don't know, like four years ago. It (laughs) It wasn't something I grew up thinking about. I never like considered it. I've always enjoyed writing. Like I liked writing short stories as like a kid. Um, But like in no point in my adult life was like, I'm going to be an author. It it, (laughs) it just never, never even, never even a consideration um but I spent a lot of time in the car because I was like a a salesperson who like traveled all the time and like I listened to a lot of audiobooks read a lot of books and eventually I was just like "Ooh, this would be a good sleek kitten was the first one I wrote and it was the oh this would be a fun idea and then just kind of started outlining a story and I don't even know why I started outlining it because I never was like I'm gonna write a book and then one day I just sat down and I just started writing and then I have like haven't taken a break since and that was probably like 2019 something like that yeah you published like what was it like five books in one year or something yeah well and so that's the thing is again I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know I was even going to do this so I just started writing Sleek Kitten and like 
I sent it like so that's like I send all my stuff to my mom as I'm writing it right like she helps me so that's so start... adorable <laughs> it's fun she's great I love my mom she's very helpful and it's like a good uh encouragement because like if I don't send her so what I do is like I write at night whatever chapter I finish I email my mom like the word doc and then okay. she'll send me the edits in the morning so then that way, when I go through and do my edits, like now it's a little bit cleaner and then she does edits again and then she'll do another round of edits once it's actually out to search for any errors, like in like the paperback. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if I ever don't send her something at night, I'll get the text in the morning. She's yeah. like, oh, I don't get a book this morning. I'm like, oh my God, mom. <laughs> like, but it keeps me on track, you know? Yeah. So- your mom. Your mom reminds me of Mary from Sleep <laughs> That would be a- accurate. Yeah. No, definitely same vibe um so so yeah as far as like publishing so I had five written so I wrote all three sleep books and then I did mistress and sin two and then I was like I should publish these um and then I didn't know how to do that and I tried to get like an agent and that's a shit show um and then long story short I won like I did like an auction to win a mini mentorship with Jamin Eve I don't know if you oh you, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God, what did I read I read something recently by her hold on okay you keep talking i'm gonna go look at my so good ones i love her to death i've used her like books for suggestions before so anyways i it was like a thanksgiving auction in 2020 and i it was just like a mini mentorship with jamie and eve where she'll read like the first three chapters of your book and she'll tell you like give you some pointers on how to self-publish and i was like i need to win this yeah um so I got drunk and I spent twice as much as I wanted to and <laughs> I won. And some bitch kept like bidding up and she like already had books published. I'm like, you don't need this. I need yeah. this. So I like trolled it to like one minute left and then like added money and I won it. So it was totally worth it. The best money I've ever spent in my life. Um, and then she was like moving, I think. So she's like, whoever the winner was, like she'll help you in January. So I've been like January 2021 and I sent her the first three chapters of Mr. Sin because I was like, I feel like this is maybe a stronger book. Little did I know that the Sin or the Sleep Books would do so much better. But anyways, um, <laughs> so she read like the first three chapters and that's when she's like, you should self-publish. And she's like, I think you should you should do a book a month for five months and just like get them out there, get the momentum. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And then not realizing like how much fucking work that would be. I'm assuming yeah. scoring's fine on this, right? Yeah, yep. yeah you're good. Totally. Okay. <laughs> yeah so i had like a friend who's very talented with grammar and because i didn't know any editors i didn't know what to do so like i had a friend who edited a book a month for me i have another friend who still does my covers um who made a a cover a month for me like and he's a graphic he does graphic design on the side like that's not his job but he went to school for it but like so he'd never made a book cover before and i'm like hey dude what this um okay i realized oh sorry i totally cut you off i just i realized where i know jamie and eve's name from where she works with uh tate james a yeah, lot yeah they, they do a lot of co-writes uh-huh okay that's where i i i kept like knowing her name and was like where do i know her name from <laughs> if tate you... james is i bully everybody into reading tate james and now you're yeah. your books <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm i'm here for it if you like pnr stuff mm-hmm. um and like rhy choose jamie and eve has some like really great series i think the first ever one i read by her was the curse of the god series which is like a rom-com paranormal why choose it, it i love it it's so good i highly recommend that anyways 
so I, I did what she said and then I also that same year wrote and published Miss Sin um so yeah my first year I had six books total that published which is not what my readers should expect <laughs> so. I mean they were fantastic I like I think I uh, got in your Facebook group like right after I read Sleek Kitten and I just like devoured everything that had been published and then I was waiting for Miss Sin I think is what I think is what ended up happening is I was just waiting on that last book and I just was like give it to me <laughs> I will throw money at you but I do have I'm 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 waiting for paperbacks of the like third book in Darling Lake so it's all like complete so then I have all three all nine of them because I have five right now because yes. I got the I got the signed paperbacks of the Sleet series and Mr. Sin That's and right. Sin 2 and now I'm just waiting so that I can have the whole collection in a place of honor on my bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it thrills me to no end when I see pictures of people that have like my books on their shelf and then like their little like cluster of them together. I'm just like, oh my God, it's, it's so amazing. And I like that they're all the same size. Yeah, I don't know why anyone wouldn't do. I mean, I, I know people, people make choices. <laughs> <laughs> but like my OCD yeah. won't let me have them not the same size. I have them on my shelf too. I need it to be, you know, fitting. I just, they're so pretty and I love them. And they sat on my bookshelf in my apartment in like their own little section. <laughs> I have my, I have my like Kindle, like TikTok books in one section. And then I have like all of my random, I saw them at Barnes and Noble or on Amazon and bought them books. Perfect. That's perfect. Great. So you were saying that you had all of those books written and published within the first year. You had six books. Mm-hmm. So how long on average does it take you to write a full book? Like without edits and that kind of stuff, just like. Like first draft? Yeah. First draft, first manuscript, um, like. Like eh, it's about like two months, I think. Um. So I don't start writing until I have an outline. I know everyone and it's, this is too, like, it's a creative process. Everyone has their own process. When I'm talking to other authors that do it differently than me, I have to remind myself, like, that's their style. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. Um, But I wait until I have an outline. And I would say that outline needs to be, like, 95% done. And so my outline, too, it's all all on my phone. I have it saved to the cloud, you know, like, it's on whatever. But I just have my notes app, and I have a different note open per book. And then I just type out my outline so it's not divided necessarily by chapter it's every once in a while i'll i'll put like you know like his pov in all caps to make sure that like i want this scene for sure to be by like that character okay um but all my books start with like a single scene you know and it was like sleek kitten was a kiss camp scene i'm like that would be fun i need to do something (laughs) with that and so it was like and, and hence the hockey series was born but it was like okay here's one scene and so a lot of it will be disjointed and so when i i'm outlining I'm I have a current thing I'm working on and then I gotta get through that and then I'm gonna start writing sleep four and I have that outline I would say is about 90 percent done um and I had to go through one day (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) me too I I have these other little things I need to get done first uh but I I, I'm mostly done with that outline because I had a bunch of stuff together and so I sat down one night and like okay open the notes app I have to go through here copy paste sometimes I'm like ah actually I think that should happen earlier in the book or later or vice versa or whatever and there have been times where i've taken a scene out of one outline and put it into a whole totally different book um 
where I'm just like, this is a good scene and I want this to happen, but it's not going to fit here and I can make it work with these characters. You know, okay. like a, cer- a yeah. certain setup sort of thing. I've, I've definitely done that in the Sin books. Um, you know, it has to stay normally within the same genre because it'll be yeah. like... Yeah. It'd be really like a, weird to yeah. put, like, a scene... It'd be really weird to put, like, a kidnapping scene from right. Sin into, like, Sleep Kitten or Sleep right. the Sleep Series. Right, which is too, like... Because all my series, like, the subgenre, whatever you want to call it, like, they're all quite different. Um, mm-hmm. So I need to be in the right mindset. So it was really good for me... I just finished listening to Sleek Kitten on audio. Um, I finished it last night. Oh, okay. Uh, which oh. was just, I can't, oh. that was so, so surreal. But it was good to get back into the mindset of the Sleek guy. I haven't, so once I publish a book, I don't read it. Um, <sighs> and so I haven't like been in their world for years. So, and I'm like, I need to write Luke. I'm like, I need to get back in this like hockey rom-com mindset. Yeah, I am so <laughs> I am so excited because I love Luke. I loved Luke in the Sleep books and especially in Sleep Kitten, his really like his friendship with Jackson mm-hmm. was hilarious. It was and good timing was just... to listen to that now so I can really feel Luke again because yeah, he's yeah. he's gonna be fun. He's a goofball and like yeah. he's funny and I'm so excited and I cannot wait to see who like who his love interest is. And like, I if you've already met her, and like, I bet it's not who you think it is. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think because, like, it's been a while since I've read the sleep books. Mm-hmm. Like, I reread, I re-listened to Sleep Kitten, and I have the books, and like, my plan was to reread them, and I just didn't have a chance this week because of work. But oh, yeah. I'm no, gonna I mean. go back and like, before you tell anybody, it's gonna be like a. I'm going to read these and I'm going to try to figure it out. <laughs> well, and I, I mean, I can give you a spoiler if you want. I kind of do, but I kind of, I'm like, do I want it? Yes, yeah, I mean, yes, I want it. you'll know the second you start reading the book who, I mean, you can, you can see like just in the, the content, like the chapter names, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the people um, you haven't, you have not met her. Oh, okay. So that's, I, I've been getting questions since I published it. They're like, is it Luke and Steph? And you've heard it here first. It is not. It is not Jackson's sister. This is not a brother's best friend romance. <laughs> you have not met her. Steph will find love. She will not get left out. But yeah. Plot twist. Steph one. isn't even in the sleep book. Steph gets put in like Darling Lake or something. Yeah. <laughs> or all of a sudden I... there's another sin book and she's in sin. Right. She will. So this will complete the sleep series as far as I'm aware right now i'm gonna stop it at four so she will she'll be a side character again in this book and she will have she, you will see her thread tied off okay. um, she won't be swinging single for the rest of her life so. <laughs> she's so much fun and steph and jackson's relationship actually no i think it's more alex and caitlin's relationship reminds me of me and my sister because my sister's eight years older than me oh yeah that's and oh it's fun we, yeah. we tortured each other as kids. And now we're, like, super close and really good friends. But it was just hilarious. Yeah, that's great. It's good when you can connect with characters. Yeah, it. I absolutely love your characters. Like, your books and, like, Tate James, her books. And um, I have a friend who I've known. And I've, like, read her books since, we, since she was publishing on, like, Archive of Our Own. Mm-hmm. before she took everything down and self-published it um 
but they're like characters that I can just like fall into those books or some, for mm-hmm. some authors. And I'm just like, I love how they're written. Such a comfort when you can find that. I thank you. I appreciate that. That's huge to hear. I love to hear it. Cause obviously my characters, you know, I adore them and I have authors like that too, where I'm like, I know I can just like open the book. I'm like, I'm going to love it. I don't care. Yeah. It's going to be great. Like you, you, those, I have one click authors where like as soon as something is published, it's like, okay, give it to me. Mm-hmm. I did that with Mariana Zapata just when she released this last book. I'm like, I'm not even gonna read the blurb. I don't even care. I'm just going to read it. The second it came out, I'm like done. I think the, I think the only thing I've read by her so far is Dear Aaron. Keep going. Oh my God. They're so good. I, <laughs> I've read every single one of her books. Her okay. audiobooks are amazing. I like Luna and the Lie. Wait for it all roads lead here this new one was super good um culty i have probably listened to those books like four to six times each like not even (laughs) exaggerating plus like i've read them it's stupid how much i love her books (laughs) well and that was something i was telling Lindsay earlier about audiobooks is like i have a really hard time processing like what's actually going on with an audiobook if i haven't read the book Mm mm-hmm prior to listening to it so like sleep kitten was really easy for me because i've already read it it was just basically a refresher of what had happened and all that kind of stuff but it was so good and it was so it was so well done that i could just like kind of fall into it which the the voice actors they'd be good amazing <laughs> I, I will say love them. yeah i will say i was not expecting tor tom to look I was expecting him to look, you know, be like this very like tall, very built dude with a beard and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I saw him. I like was like, I gotta know what this dude looks like. And I was just like, that was not what I was expecting. Yeah, just not like, like a bad right way. Guy. I just, yeah. oh, okay, hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so strange to like see faces of like narrators that you've known forever, listen to, and then I'm just like, oh, it's so weird because you put, and I think you also too, you put whatever character you associate yeah. with them, you just like picture them as that yeah which is fun and they're doing so those two um are doing all three books so it's aubrey vincent which is actually like she has like that's a alter ego name that she uses for her dirty books that she narrates (laughs) um and then tour tom and they're doing all three sleep books and we're in the process of picking out narrators for the darling books um and I said to him, like, I, I think they did a good job, but I don't know if they would fit for both series, you know, and so I give them a list of narrators I think would be good. And now it's up to their production team. They'll they'll select them and then send them to me and be like, do you like these guys? And obviously I will because they're going to be great. Um, <laughs> and then I actually, as of Friday, have signed to do the Sin books. So they're going to produce all of my books are for audio. So it's Podium Audio is who I do it through. Yeah. And then they're exclusive with Audible. Which is why the books are very expensive and you should use your credits for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Audiobooks in general are very expensive. And mm-hmm. I understand why. Like, I, I 100% understand why. Because you have to pay the author. You have to pay the production company. And you have to pay the voice actors and all of that. Yeah. But, like, they're so expensive. Yeah. Well, and there's, like, a whole algorithm that goes with it. Because it's, like, a credit is, like, 11 or $12. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, they're, like... Yeah, you can buy it for 35 or just like 
use your credit for $11, you know? So yeah. for them, it's their way of trying to get people to subscribe. And I listen to probably honestly, like three to five hours of audiobooks a day. Like, again, yeah, I'm not exaggerating. I have it on all the time. I have like 400 books in my audible library. <laughs> I love that for you. It's I will never add up how much money I've spent buying audiobooks, but yeah, I need it. It's great. I listen, I've, I've listened to Sleet Kitten while I was at work the other day. Nice. And it was the best because I, I work for FedEx. Okay. And I was just driving around and I literally just Bluetoothed my phone to the truck and yeah. was driving around and listening to Sleep Kitten and I would pause it when I would get out of the truck so I didn't miss anything and then I'd immediately be like, okay, cool, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. If I'm driving, there's a 95% chance I'm listening to an audiobook. <laughs> yeah. It's either podcasts for me or now audiobooks. Yeah. It's so fun. I'm so glad you listened to it. That's fun. It's so, oh my God. It like, it's different. Mm -hmm. It's a different feeling because you're just like, okay, this is not my voice in my brain reading this book. It's somebody else. Oh my God, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely interesting to hear like the different inflectuations that they used like for characters that obviously I've like overthought to death. And some of them like, you're like, oh, I wouldn't have pictured her sounding like that, but it works, you know? And I'm, I have a very obsessive personality, um, obviously, right? That's how you, like, I can get things done quickly because I obsess over them. But, um, like, if I love a book, if I read a book and I love it, I will instantly go to Audible to try to find an audiobook of it and just, like, relive it in a different way. Because it's a different way to experience it. Yeah. And then I'll go back and, like, read it again. Like, that's why I'll, <laughs> I'll read and listen to, like, books multiple times just because I get... I get obsessed. <laughs> Can't help myself. I I get it. I've got like super bad ADHD. And so I like hyper focus on things. Mm-hmm. So in the last like two years, I've read over over 400 books on Kindle. That's a lot. <laughs> and I've read so much fan fiction. That's great. I love it. Like you can ask Lindsay. I literally have a spreadsheet to track what I've read and I literally went through the other day and looked up like actually did all the math and I had read like eight million words of fan fiction (laughs) hey why not (laughs) I was just like oh my god what is wrong with me it's nice that you keep track though I am not an organized person so well I've read so much that I like if I see something and I'm like oh have I read that yet it's nice to be able to go back into my spreadsheet and go okay I've already read that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely just downloaded a book on Kindle that I started reading on a plane, and then I was like, uh, I've read this. Yeah. <laughs> I had to return it and find something else. It's <laughs> like, damn it. So, what would you say is like your weird or like interesting writing quirk? Um, probably, I mean, speaking of listening to things, and this is only like, I don't think it's that weird, but my husband just like can't get over it. Uh, I, if I'm writing, I typically have like my headphones on and I pick a single song and I just put it on repeat. Okay. Because like I, I want the vibe. I'll pick a song that goes with like the tone of what I'm writing, but like the change of song distracts me. Yeah. You know, or it's like, even if you put like an album on like different songs have different like vibes, right? Yeah. Like I'm looking for a sad vibe. I'm writing a sad scene. So like I will have a single song on repeat for anywhere from like one to four hours <laughs> and it's a little psychotic uh, but, but it makes sense though yeah right because i'm like and the whisper it song like i cannot tell you the amount of hours i've listened to that song while writing because it's like the perfect um 
Abel Hart. Oh my God, please tell me you know what song I'm talking about. Uh, I think so. It's if you open TikTok, like it will be there. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, I'm not gonna try to sing it. The I want to hear you whisper it, and it's like all like the oh my God. Yeah. I will send it to. Okay. Yeah. I have done that an absurd amount of times. No regrets. <laughs> I got to this part in Sleep Kitten with Candyman, mm-hmm. the like Candyman video, and yeah. I literally was like, okay, well now I have to go listen to this song. Yeah, I definitely was listening to that while I was writing it because I'm like, well, I have to. <laughs> it's a good song. It's fun. It was. Oh my god, that whole like group <laughs> of scenes from the kiss, like the first kiss cam scene, basically just the first kiss cam scene through to the epilogue. I was just like, this is killing me. <laughs> Yay. I also want it on the record that if I ever like if this if this if this universe was real and I ever met Lacey yeah I would literally punch her in the tit so hard it would explode (laughs) yeah she's easy to hate you know that that she's psychotic Mm -hmm. yeah bite her she is I kind of forgot how much I hated her too until I listened to I'm like oh that's right this bitch (laughs) oh my god she reminded me of like the girls I went to high school with that were like on the dance team and thought they were better than everybody else and I was just like yeah I want to I want to fight you yeah that's exactly her for sure okay so you self-published your books was that like was it hard was it like scary was it more exciting for you like all of the above and okay. also, I'm just picturing that, what, like, it's hard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so this was, and that was, too, like, the whole thing, right, when I was, like, I don't know how to publish a book. I thought I needed, like, an agent. Um, and that's really a depressing cycle if you're trying to look for, I mean, some people obviously have success with it, but it's, like, they'll be, like, you send your, like, query letter in, and they're, like, well, if you don't hear from us in, like, four to six months, we're not interested. You're, like, oh, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I had one lady read the full sleek kit and like ask for the full book and she's like I really like it I just don't have a slot for it right now and I was like oh I hate that yeah so so from experiencing that to self-publishing like I will always recommend people self-publish just because you have control it is there is a level of privilege with it and it's expensive yeah um it can be reasonable and it can be very expensive you know depending on like I lucked out with my first five books because I had friends that were talented that could edit for me and make covers for me for like pennies on the dollar yeah because I could not afford to spend more than that um and you know and you can buy like pre-made covers or you can get like totally custom covers and blah 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 there's all sorts of in-betweens and then like editors too like just knowing people in the book world and now I know enough people and you know like the editor I use now like and she's you know super reasonable as far as price and things like that but like I didn't even know people so if you are brand new to the world I wasn't on I wasn't really on bookstagram Mm. I was on Facebook I was in like the jealous was us of Facebook group yeah all that stuff under like my my boring name and then I was like oh I need to and that's like that was my biggest regret that I didn't figure out a pen name sooner and like create like my pen name persona and like join all this stuff because that was like I just like thought of my pen name like a month before I published and like I had zero followers and I'm like well I got a book (laughs) Um, yeah hey buy my stuff you don't know me Um, but then you blew up on TikTok and yeah that helped that definitely (laughs) helped (laughs) this year has been 
insane compared to last year a good insane you know but it was you know I, I still last year was still good i still had progress and then tiktok for sure made a huge difference this year has been fucking nuts um in the best way possible but so self-publishing is super great it is very time consuming but you have control you know i can pick what my covers look like i can write whatever i want i can publish on my own schedule i now have like a pr team jen she's amazing i love her um and you know i have my pa that helps out with stuff and so now i need to like be a little more considerate when i finish a book i'm like i'm gonna publish this and they're like uh we gotta send out arcs out and like yeah <laughs> put together like graphics and stuff like that so yeah you can't just you can't just <laughs> yeah can't just like, publish it there's other things that we have to do <laughs> just so to wait. This, right after this weekend um i'm all over the place with my story here but so i'm writing those bonus epilogues for the sin book for the sleep books um mm-hmm. excited i wrote I, I wrote them all yesterday today i'm going to edit them then i'm going to send them to my editor and then by tomorrow i'm gonna have chosen a date for the new cover release um and then those will include the bonus epilogues well now i'm gonna have to buy new hard copies and i'm just gonna have (laughs) pretty books all over my shelf it's fine so and that was i've been very much dug my heels in i'm never doing alternate covers i'm only doing the one cover because i felt like a total asshole making people buy two sets of the same book yeah and I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to do it I'm not going to do it I'm never going to do it and I swore by that and then like enough people have convinced me to do it and then to put, <laughs> and was... to put hot hockey players on the front yeah of the right because I'm like I was there this is where I'm like I'm like I feel like such a hypocrite half the time because I'm always like I'm very firm when I'm like I'm never going to do this and then like two months later I'm like I'm doing it because um, <laughs> like so there's no faces on the covers for me because i was like yeah. i don't want because i don't want to affect what people think of or what they picture for these guys you know like that always kind of bothered me you know especially if they don't match what i think they would look like um and originally too i just i like i like my covers and i like the design of them and they're fun but i totally get it and i understand the argument where like if you're looking for a spicy hockey book and you don't know me you don't know my series and you're scrolling through amazon and yeah. you see the cover for Sleek Kitten, which I think I still love. I still think it's cute. It's but like, so you're cute. Not, you might not think like, oh, there's going to be dirty sex in this book, you know? Oh, but there is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but there is. So when you see the new covers, you'll be like, oh, there is dirty sex in these books. So. Yeah. I just, I, I like the covers, like the, the original covers, because they're, they remind me a lot of the way that. Kate James does her discreet covers mm-hmm. where they're or even like Lauren Asher does her discreet covers where they're like you have the books that have the hot guys on them for like the wreck or for the dirty air series but then you have the discreet like the like quote-unquote discreet covers uh-huh. and they're absolutely beautiful first of all and second of all you can take them out and like read them and like you can have them in public and like for people that aren't like me because I don't care if somebody wants to judge me for what I'm reading go ahead I will literally just sit here and talk about the fucking like CNC that I just read like get over it (laughs) um but some people get like nervous if they're reading a physical book and somebody's gonna like judge them or they're taking it home to go you know for holidays and that kind of stuff they don't want to have to explain to their parents oh I'm reading you know right totally (laughs) dirty dirty sex (laughs) 
Well, and so, yeah, these will all still be available on paperback, but then all the, all the ebook covers will change to the new ones. Okay. And then obviously the new ones will be available on paperback too. Cause yeah, that was like, I get it. You know, I get the argument for having both of them. And I have some friends who has like my one friend, Carissa has, I think three copies of the same book because she just loves the book so much. And like every time the author releases like a new cover, Mm-hmm. she'll like buy it so I'm like you know I feel bad for like making people feel like they have to buy it if they you know but also I'm like there are people that want it so I'm gonna do it and I stuck with the color theme um Lori Johnson is my cover designer for these the hot guy covers and she's amazing and um and so I like sent her all of my ri- original book covers I'm like okay I want the same colors same kind of vibe and she i mean she knocked out the park and if we were going to be on zoom video i was going to hold up the image of the new cover for you <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i, that's I okay. wanted to I mean, so badly yeah no that's totally fine. Zoom is i was just... like "Ooh, i'll show them and then yeah well you are more than welcome to send them to me you've got them on facebook and then yeah. i mean mm-hmm. i can always just if you're okay with it, I'll just post them on our Instagram and be like, look what we have. Yeah. <laughs> look what she gave us. It was just going to be a sneak peek. I will. So yeah. And after this weekend, I'll decide when the actual date is and then we'll do a, the reveal should be coming soon. I don't I'm know. So I don't know excited. this stuff. This is what other people figure out. Well, we keep getting like little teasers in your Facebook group and I'm just like, oh my yeah. God, I just need to see this hot man <laughs> and his hot abs because I get to see glimpses of them and I just, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna drooling. be drooling yeah. like drool <laughs> uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um okay Lindsay, do you yeah. have questions pulled up i sure do do you want to ask our next question because <laughs> sure. i feel like i've been talking over you the whole day <laughs> <laughs> totally fine um all right what's your favorite part about being an author and your least favorite part Ooh. um my favorite part is absolutely like talking to readers like for sure because it's you know we have these like worlds in our brain you know that have put out there and you just like hope someone likes it or connects with it and so like yeah. actually talking to people about your story especially when someone be like oh this part or this character I mean like exactly what we've been <laughs> been doing for the last yeah. many minutes because it's so cool to be like other people can connect with this you know so anytime I get any sort of reaction I love to when people either have an arc or they're just reading a book and they'll send me like messages while they're reading to be like, oh my God, this part, like that immediate reaction thing is by far like my favorite. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Least favorite. I don't know. I mean, as far as like the writing part, like I love like the writing and the process. My least, obviously least favorite is going to be like shitty reviews, right? Like that's going to be, Yeah. you just can't, like you can't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I just had that conversation with a friend who just published her first book and she's like what do i i'm like don't just just fucking don't yeah you just cannot. don't even read don't, don't even read don't the yeah ones. yeah and i made that mistake when i very first published you know like the first time i got like a three star on mr sin and then i got like a couple and then one day i opened up amazon and i had one stars for all my books but no reviews so like some asshole just went like one star at everything and i'm like why would you have read book two and three if you didn't like one you know yeah. like what you doing and then i got well, i read my one star for latte darling that that like came out i'm like why am i fucking reading this like but that one actually i felt okay about because that person was just dumb <laughs> <laughs> you're just dumb mm-hmm. like, well like that was something that we talked about in our last episode when we did our review was like 
neither of us really liked the book that we read mm-hmm. just because I ended up picking a book that was not our favorite yeah <laughs> and it was one of those things that like the concept was really good the execution was really off but we yeah. were like I don't usually go through and like if I don't like a book I'm not gonna go through and leave a crappy review on it on Amazon or Goodreads because just because I don't like it doesn't mean somebody else won't and I don't want to take I don't want to influence somebody's decision to read a book just because I wasn't a fan right yeah like yeah. I don't want to take away that income from an author and I don't want to give I don't want to put them in a situation where like and I know it's not it wouldn't mine wouldn't really affect anything but I still don't want to put anybody in that situation you know yeah and it's definitely you know there's like a weird line with reviews and some people take reviews like really fucking seriously and you're like guys like just yeah did you like it cool you know like you don't need to go all in and then there's like the two like the i'm gonna give constructive criticism in this like review i'm like the book's fucking out Mm-hmm. like this isn't no no one's no author is reading this and changing their book like yeah you know, like, i appreciate the thought but also like bad reviews you know valid it's fine um i hate like when people tag an author in a bad review oh my god it's that's like, so rude yeah, yeah i've gotten that or even if it's just like a mediocre review and i'm like i don't know what to do with this do i like this i don't know like i just ignore it um but then too you get the people like you know and on tiktok and i've, I've learned to stop looking that too like i've i've had real success with like just awesome readers making really cool tiktok videos and like tagging me and which are amazing and like they'll blow up and go crazy like this last one had like a million views in a week um oh my god yeah as well i was on vacation i was like what the fuck and it's always that it's always a kiss camp video like yeah. seen. uh <laughs> but i'm like i won't look at the comments anymore because i did that a few times because always people that comment they're like oh my god i love this book it's so great and i'll like reply oh yeah you know like cool you replied but then there's always there's always people that comment on the video they're like oh i hated this book is so stupid and i'm like why why would you even need to say so this person shared this because they liked it yeah yeah what's the point of being like i didn't like it great keep scrolling fuck off Ugh. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> well and that was something we talked about in our episode because we we read um hell's bell by eve newton mm-hmm. and it was one of those things that we were like I'm not, I, I, we personally were not huge fans of this book, but I'm not telling you that you can't like it. Like mm-hmm. if you, lo- if you re- if you love this book, like great, feel free yeah. to like, feel free to let us know like what you thought of it, all that kind of stuff. Cause I like, cause everybody has different opinions, has different likes and I'm not, it's that whole, I'm not going to yuck your yum, you know? Right. Oh yeah. Like, oh, for sure. And that's, I've gotten, (laughs) I've seen that. And I knew what I was doing when I wrote Latte Darling. Cause there's, you know, for the listeners, there's some light, I call it light daddy kink. Okay. Like it's not, (laughs) there's not a ton of it, but there's enough of it that if you, if you really hate it, you're not going to enjoy the book, you know? And and I knew that when I was writing it, I'm like, there's going to be people that hate it for this. And there have been people that hate it for that. And they'll just trash it, you know, when they're talking about it. But I'm like, some people love that. But if you don't like it, then here's your warning. It's in there. Just <laughs> carry on. You for know? one, am pumped <laughs> to read Smoky Darling and Latte Darling. I am yeah. excited. I've been, like, waiting and, like, vibrating because I knew we were going to do this. As soon as we started talking about doing the podcast, I knew I was going to, like, at least, even if, like, we couldn't get you to come on and, like, chat with us, I was yeah. still going to be like, this is going to be a month of just nothing but SJ Tilly. 
Yep. <laughs> well, spoiler, uh, Teddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm in your Facebook group. I already knew yeah, about that one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard to avoid once once a book is published too. That's the thing too, where like, you know, it's there's certain things that you want to be a surprise. And I learned that immediately with Mr. Sin, because like he's a single dad. Yeah. And everyone knows that now but like that's a it's a surprise it's supposed to be a big surprise and then like the very first review was like oh i loved his kid and i'm like oh okay well well now it's not a surprise anymore yeah thanks (laughs) (laughs) i mean i loved it because i didn't i'm not usually one to go through and read reviews for books before i read them Mm -hmm. so i basically like i'll see a book i'll read the blurb if i like it i'm like cool give it to me i'm gonna read it so when i read mr sin i was just like when that when uh what is it annie yeah, I was like, what, yeah. is, what is his daughter's name? Yeah. But when Annie came in and like I realized that that was his daughter, I just went, oh my God. <laughs> because that just like, I don't know what it was, but it just like made it hotter for me, like made him hotter <laughs> for me. I was right? just like, I don't even like kids, but holy crap. <laughs> yeah, there's something about single dads. And that's like, I, I just sent to one of my friends, I'm like, send me some nanny wrecks. I'm like, I want to read, because I'm like, I don't want babies in books, but I don't mind single parents. You know, like if they've already had the kid when the book starts, like yeah. that's great for me. Yeah. Hey, I've got a couple I can send to you. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, Lily Gold. Oh, her books are beautiful. And there's one that she wrote that she ends up like helping her neighbors with a baby that got like dropped on their doorstep. And it's amazing mm, it's yeah, so send me, good send me that <laughs> i will i will send it to you once we get done nice. um but we keep going on tangents that's hilarious i know sorry that's, I, what I we always do. <laughs> that's how our that's how our that's how we always go is like we'll start talking about something and then all of a sudden we're you know four streets down mm-hmm. like fifth house on the left trying to figure out how we ended up here <laughs> it's a good sign all right <laughs> so uh, where did you get your ideas for your books where yeah um oh fuck I don't know uh just like <laughs> I mean it's all <laughs> it's all random however okay so that's a shitty answer but it's like I, I have no idea they just like kind of pop but I will steal a lot of details from my life um and not like not that I'm basing characters off of me but like situations uh or there's like a wedding that you'll see in Latte Darling that they attend. Um, and I was like, I don't want to figure out like what this wedding looks like. So I said it like mine. Like I just pictured my wedding and I'm yeah. like, that's the location. It's not the main character getting married, you know, but it's like, she's like at a wedding and I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to, that's my location in my brain. That's what I wrote. Then one of my best friends who like I've known my whole life, who was at my wedding, she read the book and she's like, Oh my God, it was your wedding. I'm like, it was. <laughs> hey, you noticed it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and there's been other things like that. Um, there's uh, an opening scene for the op- the whole opening act, I guess, basically for Sleet Four is um, at at a vacation resort and I'm going to base it off of a place that I've been, you know, I was there, I was there for a family wedding. So I'm like, I need, you know, I'm just going to base it off that, whatever. It makes it easier than trying to like create these whole spaces in your brain. Cause like the, the, that's, it's not important, right? That's the sort of stuff that's not important. So I'm just going to like steal, steal from real life. Yeah. I mean, so I play D and D Lindsay and I both do. Nice. And I'm in a campaign with one of my really good friends that I've known for like forever. And it's been like a three year campaign, but the whole point of that, 
conversation was um, one of the like houses that we were in and we were wandering around in. I was talking to my friend Jordan who runs the game and he was like, yeah, I just stole all of this from Biltmore and basically just reskinned it. So it looks like it's the same like floor plan. Yeah. And he was like, Why? yeah, I just have a floor plan for Biltmore. <laughs> yeah. Why would you not? I mean, like make it easy for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Do yourself like, a favor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Lansy. Yeah. Um, what do you like to do when you're not writing? Sleep. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm one of those people that like, I need eight hours of sleep to function. Yeah. And these damn dogs, I do not always get that. And so I just like, I saw it bad. Um, no, I don't like reading and books have taken up so much of my life. Um, and so when I'm not writing, half the time I'm reading or I'm listening to a book I love gardening but I feel like a liar saying that because I've let like everything die this year because I've been (laughs) so busy so like in a perfect world I would have time for for gardening as well and I love you know growing stuff but my indoor plants are fine they're alive um between like that and the dogs that we have three boxers you know and they are all a handful um that takes up a lot of it but we do love movies you know like husband you know i'll watch anything i'm very easily entertained like that's the thing too like you know we're talking about leaving reviews like as an author i feel a little different about i only leave five star reviews if i'm not gonna if i don't feel comfortable giving it a five star i don't review it at all because like i feel like it'd be like a real asshole move to like give another author a anything less you know yeah yeah like people be like oh do you like that movie i'm like yeah it was fun like i'm not a fucking critic i don't know like was i entertained yes loved it done move on (laughs) you know like yeah like i'm not here breaking down the cinematography guys (laughs) right yeah right yeah like were there dinosaurs in it then i loved it like what do you want like that (laughs) speaking of dinosaurs um the jurassic so i we went and saw jurassic world dominion when it came out with my sister and my sister and i've always really loved the Jurassic yeah. Park movies like she yeah. gave me when I was when we were when I was really little we were going to Orlando or coming home from Orlando um after a cheerleading competition that my sister was at mm-hmm. and she gave me nightmares with the first Jurassic Park movie because I was really too young to be watching it let's be real yeah happy. but yeah. now long story short I have a velociraptor tattoo that's amazing I love it I will send you a picture but um her name is Delta <laughs> she is on my on my calf and she is my newest tattoo and my current favorite i texted Lindsay when i got it and i was like look yeah. at this it's super cute i love it i actually just put in an inquiry with a shop um to do an, a new tattoo as well and it includes a t-rex skull so that we'll is see. amazing okay. and yeah. i <laughs> cannot wait to see <laughs> me badass. too it's a whole thing. We'll see how they're they're so far bucked out. I don't even know when this will happen, but I'm very I mean, excited hey, for it. If you want, if you want to come down and get a tattoo, <laughs> my artist is fantastic. No, good to know. Yeah, just, I'm always. Uh, they're so addicting. They are. I've got four. Yeah, I've got four. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. I usually try to get like one a year if I can, if I can swing it. Yeah yeah they're usually my birthday present either to myself or from other people it's a great gift my sister took me to get my first one and paid for it for my 18th birthday in texas and then 
Um, That's awesome. My sister sat in the car while I got my first tattoo because I was 16 and I was using her driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) My sister basically like picked me up and took me to the tattoo parlor while my parents were out of the country. Nice. For my 18th. And was like, hi, we're going to get a tattoo. And I told my mom later and she was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But it was on my back and it's not like anyone sees it unless I want them to. Yeah, it's not yeah. like the one on my forearm. That's hi. You're gonna see it pretty much no matter what. Right. Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, so we know your mom likes your books. What mm-hmm. does the rest of your family think about your writing and the books that you've published? My family is all very supportive. I mean, they're all like liberal, open-minded people. You know, which helps. Okay. Um, but they most most of my family has read them. Like my sister here who's like a fitness fanatic she's like a gym coach like she's read them all and she'll like pimp them out at her gym that she works at and like tell people <laughs> to buy them <laughs> like professional athletes that work there she's like yeah my sister has a hockey series um <laughs> and like my stepmom has read them all and she loves them my dad has not read them which i'm fine with um hmm. because that's you know he also does not have the attention span to read uh yeah so like it wouldn't matter anyways but i'm like if you can skim so he might do the audiobook and i'm like just skim forward when it gets to the weird parts you know like <laughs> i don't need that i don't need to know you've read that that's yeah. like yeah but I have... just don't mention it just don't mention it <laughs> yeah and i have you know step siblings and cousins and everyone everyone that has started reading them and that's what i really love you know and maybe they're just lying to me but like i've had you know like my steps are just like i just bought it to like support you and then i read it and then now she's like she reads all of them the second they come out and been just like, yeah. like a fan you know and i had like a friend from high school who just messaged me like a month ago where she's like i've been buying them just to support you and i knew i'd eventually read them and she's like and then i read the first one i'm like why did i wait and then she's read all of them and now she's in the bean bag reader group and like <laughs> oh that's so know. awesome i love that yeah. like, that's to like my that's my biggest like worry because like I've always wanted to write a book but I also you know grew up in a very very southern area and that kind of stuff I feel like anything I wrote everybody was just gonna look at me funny and I was like okay you know and like that's their problem not yours it's like we were all conceived okay like yeah y'all fucked you can't (laughs) judge me for writing about it okay I love that, man. That's great. It's true. So you've published eight books. Which one is your favorite? Oh, I can't answer that. Um, (laughs) It's always, it's almost always the one I I wrote most recently, just because it's like those characters are there. They're in my brain. Um, So like Latte Darling, I feel like, is maybe my favorite as of right now but like miss sin really connected with me like i just loved those characters so much um and smoke I, I don't you know it's like they all have a different favorite place <laughs> but i've also finished writing um and i plan to i plan to release it november 1st i don't think i've said that anywhere yet i have a holiday novella that's done i'm so excited um, about that it's gonna be so cute I, I, it's i i very much enjoy it i I fucking love it. It was a great time. There are Easter eggs in it for the Darling series. And actually, Podium Audio is going to produce it on the tail end of Smokey Darling. So it's going to be kind of like a two for one. Um, oh, cute. 
yeah so i have to get that over to them and hopefully they'll have it out before the end of the year but they'll it'll be smoky darling and they'll be like followed up by like this novella name not yet announced um, <laughs> and then and then you go into latte darling and then there's a mention of the it's a it's a baking show okay it's a holiday novella about a baking show amazing so the show (laughs) the show is mentioned in both darling books so if you're like listening to it then you'll have listened to smoky darling and then the novella and then when latte darling there's a scene where watch some episodes of the show and you'll be like oh my god i know what show that is i thought you know (laughs) that's the whole point so i love books like that where they're because like that was something we talked about in our first episode with all of our favorites was like our, our the series that we have that are actually interconnected like standalones that aren't like a true mm-hmm. they're a series but they're also you could read this book by itself yeah and I love yeah. stuff like that because you get like little callbacks to the other books and you get to see like what happens to these characters from the first book it's so like, fun down the right like it's just fun to write them that way and so there is you see the Mazanti, which is mm-hmm. Vincent Mazanti. You see the Mazanti name in Smokey Darling. Um, it's mentioned. Mm. Uh, and then there's a character in Smokey Darling who shows up in Latte Darling who I plan to have in Sin 4. It's just like a side character. Um, obviously, so you, get, <laughs> you get like the beanbag coffee crossovers. Uh, Benny, the barista, if you recall him from some yes! of the other books. Uh <laughs> He, he makes an appearance in the Darling series. Uh, you will see him again. You'll see him again in the, the last sleep book. I have two other full series that are outlined, ready to go, that tie in with the current ones. Oh, so. my God. I <laughs> got a lot of dying. writing to do. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm so excited. <sighs> okay. Got a lot to do. Oh, my God. So you said that you got that mentorship with... Um, Jamie and Eve and all of that and mm-hmm. your mom was a really big part of you becoming an author was there anybody else who like really inspired you to Just... be an author and self-publish your books and all that kind of stuff uh growing up severely cocky uh, you know it's <laughs> There's just a lot of self-confidence involved with that. No, you know, and like my husband's been super supportive of the whole thing. Um, but again, I'm all about like, you know, do it on yourself. Like even if he wasn't, I still would have done it. Um, everyone, if you find something that you like, especially something that you like that you feel like you're decent at, like don't let anyone stop you or stand in your way. You know, I definitely got a lot of the like, oh, you're writing romance? You <laughs> you know like judgy yeah. go fuck yourself yeah. um but yeah and it's like you know and i grew up it, it's just i think a lot of it is just like growing up very and obviously i have plenty of my own self-esteem issues right but like going up confident in like certain abilities and like you know being raised to be like writing is good reading is good all this yeah. stuff is good like my mom gave me my first romance novel and so it's like I knew she'd be all for it and like my sister and my you know husband and everyone else like yeah there's definitely some people in like and like my in-laws side of things they're all conservative and weird you know they're like oh yeah are you writing I'm like whatever it doesn't concern you go yeah, away just, <laughs> like, just leave me alone it's not a yeah. business yeah <laughs> but then just like reading other you know reading other authors and now being able to like connect with them and actually like talk to some of these authors and like you realize like everyone's just a person you know we're all just people doing stuff you know it's kind of takes away some of that like 
uh, you know, and like, it doesn't seem like you can do this, right? Because you're like, oh, yeah. that's so far away, unattainable. But then you're like, oh, no, anyone can do this. Yep. So you're not Alex <laughs> with no. Jackson. No. <laughs> no. So, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, there's definitely some moments of that. Um, like, to James, like, I think we're friends on Facebook. And like, when that happened, I was like, what the fuck? What sort of world am I living in that this is like but then I'm like but whatever we're all just people writing books you know like yeah. I mean that was me this morning when I woke up and you were you accepted my friend request on Facebook I was just like uh, okay give me a second give me a second <laughs> well and that that was actually I was like up last night we we're doing like a writing sprint and I was talking with Kat who's like my podcast co-host and mm-hmm. I was like I, I love like, Kat. I'm like I love Kat she's, I love her too and I'm like for life of me because it was like 1 a.m. And I'm like, I cannot think of the name of this podcast. Like, I'm like, what is it? Oh my God, I feel like such an asshole. And then I was looking up, I'm like, ah, I didn't, like, I have a friend request here that I totally didn't even know I had. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I felt like an asshole that I hadn't done that sooner. I'm sorry. But no, uh, you're fine. It just was like, yeah. <laughs> I honestly had forgotten I had sent it to you. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, breathe, breathe. <laughs> I did the same thing when Lauren Asher followed me on TikTok, though. So I love it. Like, yeah. oh, well, and that's, uh albany walker is another author i i will like stand she's so great and like she's commented on some of my like tiktoks and i'm just like oh are we friends yeah <laughs> I just, oh my god <laughs> yeah but i like it's one of those things like i grew up around a lot of like nascar drivers because of where i live and yeah. all that and i have been very very lucky with like where i went to high school in texas we were on um I was literally on Cowboy Stadium like on the new Cowboy Stadium field more times than most people will ever be in their life that's crazy oh give me just a second you leaving okay all right yeah I just closed it closed the vacuum all right have fun be safe sorry my parents are going to the Panthers game so they were letting me know they were leaving um but yeah no I've been on you know the Cowboy Stadium field like more times than most people will ever be able to say they were if they weren't like a player or somebody that works there. I I don't really get like starstruck for the most part, mm-hmm. but there are definitely some people that I'm just like, I look up to, I look up to people in a different yeah. way. It's not like, Oh my God, you're famous. It's an, Oh my God, like you are a phenomenal human being and you do so many cool things. And that's more where I am with like you and <laughs> God, if Tate James ever even like spoke to me, I would fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's, um, I mean, that's a good way to put it too. And that's like, I feel that way with like Raven Kennedy. I'm like, if I can ever meet her in person, I will like fangirl so hard. But it's like, because I'm so in awe of her brain and like what she can create. And you're like, yeah. It's not just because you're beautiful, you know? It's like, you're not just famous for famous. You're, I love you because of what you can do. Yeah. You're phenomenal. And like the things that you do with your brain are just amazing yeah <laughs> and that's that's how I was like the first time like you actually like spoke to me I was just like your brain I, I want to like <laughs> understand brain. how your brain works because I want my brain to work like that well, let me just crack that open get a peek in there yeah. Yeah. can I see can I see what you're doing in there <laughs> you don't have a hamster wheel I have a hamster yeah. wheel <laughs> I have like luckily it's been fun to meet I've met a couple of readers for coffee because like oh, nice. there was someone um girl named Peyton she was just in town this past week for work she lives in like Virginia or not Virginia Washington I'm sorry okay 
and she like messaged me she's like hey do you live near this town and i was like yeah i'm not far she's like i'm in town for work i'm like well, let's do coffee like that's and awesome. so well and she actually I, I had her come out to where i live because darling lake is based off of lake minnetonka which is a lake i live on in minnesota and so oh, I'm like, nice. well, like if you want to drive out here there's a little caribou coffee which is a midwest thing um we actually had one here for right. a really long time and there's one at the hospital that so i used good. to work at there's a caribou coffee in love the it. cancer center cancer treatment center it's so good i love it so yeah and she came because i'm like that's what beanbag's based off of so i'm like come out here you can drive around darling lake and meet me at beanbag coffee <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute Lindsay. Okay. What's our next question? <laughs> well, it's a lot of questions. Um, okay, so what is your current read? What's your go-to recommendation? Your favorite trope? And any releases you're looking forward to? Ooh. Um, okay, current read. What am I even reading? Um, I am, I read, okay, Run, Posey, Run. I don't know if if y- y'all have read that um it is I think I've a seen it but i haven't read it yet by kate c wells and the nikki the driver is book two so i'm like halfway through that they are dark and they are messed up they are good and i had fun reading them and my friend recommended them i'm like girl what the fuck am i reading like <laughs> <laughs> but they're very good very fucked up warning trigger all the warnings all the warnings but if you like dark shit run posy run give it a shot um very well, that is on that. my that is on my good <laughs> yep. bookshelf now yeah it's <laughs> ash all the way yeah like this... my my favorite book last my favorite book series last year was the world of force at the university if that tells you anything about my reading habits so <laughs> well i was like opening scene i'm like oh okay so this isn't the hero because he's like a total piece of shit and then uh, like couple chapters i'm like oh oh he is a hero oh okay like this is you're like the fuck all right um but it's good good loved it great um my go-to i have like a list of some of my like favorite books that i always will come back to and mariana zapata is one of those authors she is the queen of slow burn if you don't know her um (laughs) oh yes yeah right and so you just gotta you gotta know what you're going in for obviously i like very spicy books but i also love her books you get like typically one sex scene at like 95 percent of a 600 page book yes Um, but it is worth it because her character building like it's so so good wall of winnipeg me was the first book of hers i ever read um and i actually think i found her originally on audible and then i've like done everything by her but colty is a super great romance uh sports romance soccer player uh older coach basically think like beckham like because he's like a super famous okay coach but like he's super grumpy mean to everybody you know it's a grumpy sunshine only only nice to her but not even nice to her he's like an asshole uh <laughs> i love that but like it's so it's so fucking good i love it so much uh luna and the lie is one of my favorites it it, it helped inspire latte darling in the fact that like she works at a auto body shop rip is like the main character guy and he like is one of the owners and it's like an age gap and i love the tattooed mechanic so that is oh, axel gosh. from latte darling valid yeah uh i love a good rom-com rs gray is one of my like go-to authors for that um if you're not familiar with her she's got a, a huge backlog um but arrogant devil 
by rs gray is like i will recommend that all day every day to fucking anybody it is so cute so funny it's a, it opens up with this woman who's left her husband in the middle of the night like she was like a trophy wife in california and like he had a bunch of money and she just couldn't take i mean he was emotionally abusive like just a piece of shit and she like flees to middle of nowhere texas because she's gonna go stay with like her half sister only to find out that her half sister is like out of the country and her house is under construction so she's like well you can go work at the ranch that i like work at because she's like an executive assistant to this like guy who runs a ranch um that also has like a hotel and a winery whatever um and he hires her to be his sounds about right for texas sounds yeah. right for texas yeah <laughs> so she gets there and he's already like he again grumpy sunshine he wants nothing to do with her thinks she's just some spoiled princess that's going to go back to her husband doesn't realize that like he was like abusive to her and hires her just to work as the maid you know like the the cleaner and like yeah. she sets up shop in like the shack in the backyard that's like hot as fuck you know and like it's so good like it's growth like i i can picture and this is how i know when like a book is good like i know where i was when i read it I was in Iowa for work. I had like a hotel and I got done with work early at like 3 p.m. And I had takeout and I sat there until 2 a.m. And I finished the book. And it was <laughs> just like, and it's like, you laugh, you cry. It's so good. I love her. Louise Bay is kind of the same style of writing. I really love her books too. Um, King of Wall Street is like the first one in the series that I highly recommend. Okay. Raven Kennedy, all day, every day. Everything she's ever fucking written. Um she has some great ones and if like you've never read a shifter book um rabid like r-a-b-i-d rabid by her is a standalone wolf shifter rejected mate hot as hell oh my god it's so good and then, okay. yeah i read her heart hassle like the science yeah. of stupidity series yeah that's so good that was so cute oh my god she's just like it. her world building is like unparalleled it's so good uh, yeah so i could go on and fantastic. on with book recommendations but these are those are like i'll stop there those are my top ones everything okay. i just said everyone go read it well and i'll post all of that um in our discord server we have our um we have a discord server that nice. the link is in the um show notes all the time and i can send it to you if you want um cool. but it's got our like book recommendations like our monthly books and any of our like themed monthly book racks and that kind of stuff. So awesome. we will definitely have a channel that's just going to be author recommendations and anything Thanks. that you said will just get thrown in there so everybody yeah. knows that <laughs> you are the Go one who's read. like, read this. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All right. So this is a more like serious kind of question. Um, okay. So at what point do you think someone can call them a writer or call themselves a writer or like versus an author? And what do you think is the difference between being a writer and being an author? This is something that I think society has fucked us all up with. We feel like we have to be successful at something in order to say that that's what we do. And that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, Cause I felt that way too. Like when I had written five books, I had five finished novels and I would never have called myself a writer or an author because I wasn't published. Um, okay. And that's fucking stupid. Like, so I think if you've, if you like to write, even if like you just like to journal or you like to write short stories and you don't show them to anyone, you're a writer, you know, okay. like that you are, like that's what you do. Um, there's a Instagram account called Inspired to Write. Her name is Amy McNee and she is all about just being like, you are your creative self. You know, it's like we always define ourselves by like what our career is, which is a capitalistic bullshit mindset, you know, like, but be like, I'm a writer. 
or I'm an artist or I'm something else. Um, and yeah, people can argue like, are you a writer? Are you technically an author once you're published? Like, cause then too, like what if you've written a book, but you have an agent and you're not published yet? Are you not an author until that book is published? Like why, why do we like, and this is, you know, we, we've been trained to feel this way. Right. Yeah. And so like, I didn't feel like I was a writer until my books were published. And even then I, you, you get that imposter syndrome syndrome where you're like, I mean, I wrote a book, but like no one's read it yet. And then you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not valid, you know, like it's still there. So <laughs> I think, I think if you have a hobby, if you have something you like to do, like you are, that's what you do, that you're, you're it, you're it, you've reached it, you're done. <laughs> okay. No, that's a really good, like, way to, way to think about that. Cause like my whole thing, like, I don't know how to explain this. Um, I think for me, it was a situation of like, I'm, I feel like I'm a writer because like Lindsay and I will sit down and write together and I like role play on Black Dahlia and all that kind of stuff. And I've been doing that since I was little and I love to write and I've tried to do NaNo like 12 different times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've tried and I just never actually get it done because I'm just, I have no time and no brain power half the time but like I don't ever feel like I'm an author and I don't know I don't know it's weird like well and that's I mean that's again you know we're I mean again it's like our we're all a product of our society that we've grown up in and lived in and people think like unless you make money at something you can't claim that as what you do which is stupid you know so it's like I mean if you and I don't know why writing seems different. Like people seem to have that, that hang up about writing, like you're saying, but like if you painted instead yeah. and your room was filled with like canvases that you painted, like, would you not call yourself a painter? That's true. Why is that any different? I just like, I don't know. My brain is just mean to me. So yeah, well, that's <laughs> what our brains do, but tell your brain to shut the fuck up. Like you're a writer. <laughs> if you write stuff, you're a writer. You know? That's... Oh God. What was that? What was, what was it we used to say that we got from blindsided um lying cunt yeah every time yeah every time your brain is mean to you you just have to yell lying cunt at your brain yeah that'll work (laughs) that's a thing from amy dawes um her book blindsided i love amy dawes i don't know if i read that one it's so good it's i loved it yeah you get like representation of like bigger characters like Mm-hmm. bigger female main characters and um i'm pretty and sure it was like a grumpy sunshine scottish, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy scottish rugby player soccer player right? or soccer was it soccer or was it rugby it was soccer it's been a while since i've read that book but it was really good whatever he was yeah. sexy and he was scottish and they wore kilts so <laughs> perfect what more do you need all right so i think our next question is Lindsay's yeah uh okay um what does writer's block mean to you and how do you deal with it so part of my process since I wait until my outline is done is that while I'm writing I don't typically run into this problem knock on wood um because I don't start (laughs) writing until I know what's going to happen um which is why I do it that way. And that's why I can write it, you know, fairly quickly. Um, 
because I, I know what's going to go on. But there are times where like I have an outline that I don't have finished and I haven't been in the situation where I need to really like, like I have nothing else to work on. And if I don't do this, you know, so like I haven't had much experience with this yet, which is really lucky and good because I have so many outlines right now and so many pro like projects to choose from. Um, I'm sure at some point in my life, I'll have written all the outlines I have and I'll have to think of something new and that's going to be terrifying and like rush through it. But most of the time I can just like lay there and shut my eyes and <laughs> just kind of comes to me, I guess. I don't know. Okay. That's a terrible answer, but. All right. So speaking of your outlines, uh -huh. what usually comes first for you? Like the plot or the characters? Um, it's normally a scene. Like it's always like one scene for the most part where like I know I want this to happen and what sort of characters would create that like what personalities would they have to make this work um and that's normally like the first book and then from there you know like for firstly kitten for instance right like mm -hmm. I, I that started with like the kiss cam scene then I came out with the outline um as I was writing it you know I'm like you know Izzy was originally going to be kind of like the mean girl character but then as i was outlining i was like no she's gonna people are gonna love her she's gonna become friends with them she's baby um, yeah so then by then by the time i was done with that book like even outlining it i knew her personality and then when i knew i wanted her to have like her book was gonna start on a one night stand you know and it was mm -hmm. like okay where does that go from here obviously it's gonna be a player and then you're just like you know you just kind of dominoes fall into place so it's there's not really you know that's like a chicken or the egg you know and with latte darling I had the outline for that done pretty much the same time I had the outline for Smokey Darling done. Okay. And the whole time I was writing Smokey Darling, I was just like trying to hurry because I wanted to write Latte Darling because that <laughs> like the opening scene of that and how they meet, I'm like, I fucking want to write that so much. It's going to be so great. Uh, but I knew her personality by the time I got done, you know, writing Smokey Darling. So then it makes it, you know, it all just, it all just kind of falls together, you know? That makes sense, though. Like, Lindsay and I have, what is it, over almost a hundred, like, <sighs> pairings of, like, <laughs> like, ships that we have yeah. that we talk about. And we look at them and go, okay, well, these people had kids. So now they're kids. How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Next generation. Just keep yeah. going. <sighs> and that's just how our life is going to end up, is just the two of us having thousands upon thousands of ideas and then just being like okay well if these people had kids and these people had kids they grew up together and how did that work yeah there michelle heard she writes mafia and she has like two series that are like that where it's the first generation second generation it's fun i love that shit it is so much fun like getting yeah. to see how so now they're like, parents and they're like yeah. and their kids are 20 and now they're having like oh, yeah, they're having kids good. and how, they, how yeah. they deal with the fact that oh my god i'm gonna be grandparents <laughs> yeah it's definitely fun oh okay okay um so from all your books you've written so far what was the hardest scene to write you know i i don't know that i have an answer for that either i my favorite scenes to write are also the like so I love the fight scenes. Like I'm a huge like thriller junkie too. Um, like assassin novels, things like that. Like mm -hmm. the Gray Man, which just came out like on Netflix. Like I've 
been in love with that book series for like years i'm obsessed with it and the the movie had nothing to do with the books it was whatever but like <laughs> but like those fight scenes i live for that shit so like to write those are my favorite but they also like require like actual research sometimes you know which is yeah. again like put it on private mode because i'm like searching some weird shit um yep. the fbi is watching <laughs> yeah well there's like the miss sin where he like slices some guys like tendons and i'm like well where would you have to cut on like an elbow to make it so their hand wouldn't work you know and i'm like okay yeah. how does this yeah yeah so those ones like i don't like doing research i like just like once i'm in it i just want to like write you know so it's like when i have to like stop and like look up like okay what was this and then i'm like can you use animal antibiotics on humans like is that okay you know and i'm like figuring <laughs> there's a vet to that anyways um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah so those ones are probably just like they require the most like background work but like there's nothing i don't like there's no scenes i don't like writing you know or that you need to be in the right place too because i definitely like if my characters are crying there's a good chance i'm crying yeah um, i mean i so... cried i cried <laughs> like with the post with the lacy situation at the yeah. <laughs> at the condo yeah oh i thought when i was writing that yeah because it's oh like i'm God. so in it like well while i'm writing i'm like completely immersed i'm in the world like i'm feeling these characters and so like if i'm not crying myself how can i expect anyone else to be that invested yeah um but like there's been times and like miss sin there's a interrogation scene like when she's at the fbi office um and i was like bawling and I was just like, and my husband walks into the kitchen because I was like right on the island and he's like, looks, I'm like, just go away. <laughs> like, <I'm fine. laughs> you won't understand. You won't understand yeah. yet. Just give me a second. <laughs> just don't talk to me. I'm just, I'm in, I'm in the zone. So like, you just gotta be aware of where you are while you're writing this stuff. Cause like, I can't be like in public at like a Starbucks balling my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you're like, and I was another, put this on the list too. Alice Coldbreath, if you like historical romance, I okay. she's, fucking amazing and she one of her newest books it's not on audible yet but like i was reading it on a plane ride actually up to like south carolina and there's like this scene that was just like gut-wrenching and i was like trying so hard not to, i'm sitting on a fucking plane next to a stranger i'm like i can't yeah. just like start crying and i won't skip ahead in a book like i'm not gonna do that especially the book i love like but it was just like so hard to be like <laughs> like trying to like wipe my eyes casually with like the napkin and like it's like oh my god <laughs> my thing is i either i have two reactions to scenes like that i either cry aggressively like so i was reading um the bonds that bind or bonds that tie or whatever that series is by jay Bree. can't remember off the top of my head but it's all of the like unbroken bonds or broken bonds that series yeah and there's a really bad cliffhanger like it's it's really well written i'm not saying that it just like caught me off guard and it like broke my heart so my reactions to those scenes are either to cry aggressively or to throw my phone across the room yeah just get real mad yeah which i did after was it club 22 by tate james yeah that had the like that had the really 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 like surprising plot twist cliffhanger yeah. yeah i threw my phone across my apartment like my roommate was sitting we were sitting on the couch my roommate was playing video games and i'm sitting on the couch reading i read that and i immediately just like threw my phone across our living room into our kitchen and she just like stopped and looked at me and went are you okay and i went no and i was like ugly crying <laughs> well i like and then i had to greet my phone and make sure i didn't break it right yeah <laughs> 
I understand the the feeling. <laughs> oh, it was. Those are those. Those are my two like reactions. I either just lay there and cry, or I like aggressive anger cry. Yeah, because <laughs> then you have to wait like months for the next book, and I yeah. just. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's it's uh it's rough. I'll never really write cliffhangers because I can't deal with reading them. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you, because I can always trust that I can read a book. Yeah. By you and not oh, yeah. have to wait six months for another book in the series to understand what happened in the last book right yeah no you're welcome (laughs) um okay so if you could meet any of your characters Mm. what would you want to say to them oh um i would just like give them hugs oh my god that's what i would like I all the girls that would give them hugs and all the guys obviously they would do it naked um, <laughs> I just want to lick your abs please yeah <laughs> Angelo can you just carry me around somewhere pretty please <laughs> just That's... throw me over your shoulder and manhandle me around it's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> no and that's I mean this is why I really enjoy writing the interconnected series is that like because then i can i can touch those characters again um the epilogue in the final sleep book you're going to see some of the sin characters oh and plot twist. <laughs> yeah because it's tying up you know it's tying up a series and they're all in the same world and that's why i like writing that so it's like you know, and obviously I still have a, a Sin 4 coming out, so you'll see characters again there. But that allows me to have, you know, like, I get to see them again. And that makes me feel really good. Because then it's like, nothing's ever over when you're all in the same world. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you kill someone, that's different. But, like, well, it's that's like not my Tate style. <laughs> that's like Tate James and the Shadow Grove universe. Yeah. Got yeah, yeah. three series so far mm-hmm. in that universe. And then... um there's a fourth one that's coming out and it is the first book series that I think I will ever read by her that isn't at least a threesome yeah she's writing like a just a straight like male female Uh and I'm like what is happening who are you (laughs) it's gonna be good she did that with the broken wings um I think it was a co-write with Jamie, but that was an Emma. Yeah, the Dark Legacy. Uh-huh. That was really good. Yeah. I haven't, I have it like on my TBR. I haven't gotten to it yet. I haven't really been reading a ton of books on Kindle just because I've been obsessed with fan fiction because I'm trash. Uh, but... yeah, it's all good. <laughs> At least I'm reading. Yeah. This is and true. they're novel, they're novel length fanfics. Like the one I'm reading right now is 160,000 or something like that. Damn. Hey, all writing, all reading counts. It doesn't yeah. matter where you get it. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Next question. Lindsay. Um, okay, this is a good one. Have your family or pets ever gotten in the way of your writing? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, well, like our dogs, especially. Because uh, like my husband will go to bed pretty early and I stay up really late. And so then, like, you'll be in the middle of writing something, and then, like, when the dog's barks, you have to go out, and you're like, you gotta get out of it, step out of it. Um, I mean, it's just us, like, my husband and I, so he leaves me alone while I'm writing, you know, and I leave him alone while he's working, so it works out. Um, 
But yeah, I'd say the animals more than anything else. And that's like, you know, now that I've freed them all from this room and taken them in from outside, I'm like, I got like <laughs> a finite amount of time before they, yeah. you know, everything goes to hell. So <laughs> it's finding that like sweet spot during the day or at night to when everyone's like asleep and you're like, okay, I'm going to start doing something now. <laughs> yeah. Maya does that to me. I'll be sitting in my room and once my parents go to bed, she comes in there and she does not like me sitting at my desk. Like if it's bedtime, she's like, you need to be in the bed. You need to be off your computer and it's bedtime. And so she'll sit on my bed and bark and like scream at me. And so I'll go and I'll get in the bed. And if I have my computer open, she like, or I have the lights on at all. She just sits there and stares at me. And then she gets the zoomies and barks and jumps around on the bed. And she'll I, like lay down and turn off the lights and I can get her to go under the covers. And then she lays down and then I can get like back on my computer. I can do what I need to do. They're so high maintenance. Speak of which, Lainey just walked in. Come here. What are you doing? Oh, sweet girl. She's just staring at me like a creep in the doorway. She's going to bark to go out real soon. (laughs) Well, we've only got, I think, like five more, four more questions. Okay. (laughs) Um, And they're they're fun. If your book, whichever one you want to talk about, was made into a movie or a TV show, which actors would you want to play the leads? This is an impossible question for me to answer. Um, okay. And I will tell you why, because I don't have real life inspiration for any of these characters. Um, I don't have like, and people are like, who, who do you picture with any of this? Like it's all, okay. it's no one real. Um, I, I do have someone in LA who's working to pitch books to movies. Um, and if that ever happens, that I won't have any say over it anyways. So it's probably good that I don't uh, don't have anyone in mind um, because, you know, you have something in your brain. And even then, even just picking the cover models for my new covers was hard enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and that's like a headless half naked man. Like if I yeah, had to pick yeah. like a whole, a whole damn person, like, oh my God, I would never. So I just have to be okay <laughs> with whatever someone else is like, we're going to do this. I'm like, okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a, so my friend, Rachel, Rachel Alexander, um, she wrote the, like a Hades and Persephone retelling. And that's what really got me into like romance and all that kind of stuff. Cause I found her on archive of our own and then she pulled everything and public self published and it's so good. And I bully everyone into reading it. Nice. Um, but it got picked up for a TV show. I believe. So they're working on that now. And I'm just like, I need more information, Rachel. Yeah. And are they going to put it on like, are they going to put it on like HBO? So we can actually have all of the like, all of the spice that we were promised in the book. (laughs) Cause. Well, that's where it gets hard too, especially with romance. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like you could do rom-coms, like, you know, like the sleep books you could do without some of the spice, but like other books that open on a one night stand, you know, you're like, yeah one's a little harder to ignore yeah well like it's especially for like tv like movies it's a little easier to get away with that Mm -hmm. i've noticed but like for tv i mean if it's getting picked up by like a major network you have to be really careful because you have to like tone it down and i feel like for some of that stuff it kind of takes away from the story and the way that like the books were written you know 
for sure you you don't see that connection like with sleep with sleep kitten like even that it would be really great as a movie like i i would watch it all the time <laughs> me too but you have to you have to find the right they have to find the right way to do it with like a good intimacy coach and that kind of stuff because like the back hallway yeah like <laughs> you can't not have the back hallway scene right right i mean they like, might just like cut it to like making out you know or whatever but yeah but either yeah. way i mean i yeah. just throw money at anyone i need to <laughs> for that because i mean what little money i have but... right <laughs> same it would be great we'll see i mean well fingers crossed for you because that is exciting it was very exciting who knows but it's it's worth having out there so yeah what advice would you give to an aspiring author i think the best advice i can give is to just publish you know and I've, i've talked to a bunch of people that are writing and that have written or that have a book and they don't know what to do with it self-publishing makes it so easy and again we kind of talked already about like you know like the affordability obviously it is expensive but there's no time like if you have a book and you don't have like the two to five hundred dollars for the cover whatever it's going to cost you like and you can just like slowly save you know like your book's not going to expire like it'll be there but like just like set goals or find inexpensive options you know for four covers for editing I mean, you can only go so inexpensive so obviously again there's a couple of privilege there but like but just do it you know and i have i know people that are like well i'm waiting to find an agent or this or that i'm like just fucking do it because you can always write again it's the shia you labeouf, more. It's yeah. the shia LaBeouf like yeah do it. do it yeah well, i mean for real because it's like you know and and i've you know another author that i talked to and she has a couple books published but she's a whole bunch that she hasn't i'm like why would you not she's like well my publisher didn't want them i'm like then fucking self-publish them you have books sitting there that you've like poured your heart and soul into that no one's gotten to read yet like why would you do that to yourself yeah like share with the world so if you have if you have a talent if you have something if you have something written share it you never know what's gonna happen yeah okay that's really good like people need people need to hear that because like (laughs) It's one of those things that I know so many people who, you know, sit down and they write these things or they create something, whether it's like art or anything like that. And then they just, it sits there because they don't know what to do with it or how to get it out there. And I'm like, 99% of the time you can send like an author a question or you can send, you can ask people who are in this in that industry questions and they will tell you how to get that done what is the best way to get that done yeah and most people like you know authors and whatever else like they're pretty open like they'll you know not everyone's going to reply to you but like if you have like a simple question or you want to talk to someone like just shoot your shot you know that's kind of the other thing too like just ask somebody you know maybe not everyone Mm -hmm. will reply but like throw it out there you never know you never know like what was oh fuck what was the quote someone said like but what if it did work yeah oh i have this painting that i hung on my wall that says what if i fall um but then it's like oh but my darling what if you fly right exactly because like yeah it could it it could go nowhere or it could be amazing and like life's too short put it out there well like indie i've noticed that especially like more recently with TikTok and BookTok being so big and um, a lot more indie authors 
getting notice instead of just like you know the like random house or the penguin and mm-hmm. like the traditionally published authors um a lot of these indie authors that are self-publishing you have a lot more you interact with your reader like your your fan base and that kind of stuff a lot more um than i've really ever seen before yeah there's a lot more like connection the games change you know like with social media with like book talk and bookstagram and like facebook groups and obviously you know like at a certain point if you become like crazy famous like you can only respond to so many things but like yeah but it's it is more accessible and that's like the the world of self-publishing is is changing the game you know like with traditional publishers like their kindle unlimited has changed all sorts of stuff and for the better for for authors i mean yeah amazon fuck them whatever you know but like they've made they've made it so easy to put your book worldwide yeah which is phenomenal yeah it's hard to argue against that (laughs) yeah well and like i've noted i from what i've seen from other authors that are on kindle unlimited like they've sent out their breakdowns and they're like it is better in the long run if you're gonna have ebooks on Kindle to go with Kindle Unlimited. Oh yeah. From from what I've seen. Because like seventy percent like, of my sales are Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Well, because sure. like don't you guys get paid by the page we that do. people are reading? Mm-hmm. And like you're not running into that issue of people like buying the book, buying the ebook and then returning it. Well, you still get that. You'll always get that because yeah. not everyone has KU. So I, I the more books I sell, the more I see of like returns, but it's just yeah that's the world we live in it's just gonna happen but yeah, i went no, into it's... a rant in our first episode about that <laughs> yeah oh it sucks it sucks ass but you're never gonna stop it you're never gonna stop pirating you're never gonna you're yeah. never gonna stop it so it's just it's not worth the fucking hassle of worrying about it yeah okay so how do you celebrate when you finish writing a book um i i celebrate everything with food <laughs> i'm like doordash get my mexican get a bunch of queso uh get some cake that's kind of my i mean i'm i I'm, I'm gonna send you a cake you. <laughs> i am here for the desserts i but that's i mean that's especially too so i started publishing in march of 2021 so it's all been you know it's like pandemic life yeah so there wasn't really like parties so i do like my own little celebrations with my facebook live videos like when i mm-hmm. release a book um, but like when i finish writing one um it's normally in the middle of the night and i'll be like yay <laughs> send it to my mom and then like the next day i'm like well time to start reading it again and do my edits and then <laughs> then i send it to the editor and then she, you know so there's always like there's always a next step there's always another project I try to get like my little wins in like this week I had some you know I had like the the sin books signed a podium I actually signed a an agent uh, a couple nights ago and so like I ordered some pie <laughs> like I'm so that's so wonderful though like <laughs> celebrating great. your little wins is yeah yeah just yeah, as gotta. important is just as important as the big wins yeah so treat yourself yeah. no I'm definitely sending you a cake when you <laughs> publish um the the third book for darling lake i'm just gonna be like hi i will never where should i send you a cake where should i send you a cake i will never say no to food (laughs) all right so Lindsay's got one more and then i've got one more for you 
All Let's right. Okay, so which couple in your books is your current favorite? I have to go with Maddie and Axel just because again they're well they're not the most recent because they wrote the holiday novella but that was like a novella so it's a little shorter and i just really love the maddie axel latte darling it's the age it's a 21 year age gap it's the daddy vibe she's just so sweet and they're so perfect obviously they're perfect for each other yeah um yeah they're just i just love them so much and the fan like response to them like my readers has been so great and like the amount of like edits that i've seen that are so good like with like the little collages it just like makes me fall in love with them all over again i'm so excited to like get to fall into that world again and like meet those characters yeah (laughs) so excited all right so our last question it's a goofy question okay so if you could invite any three people to dinner, like characters, authors, people in general, real or fictional, who would you invite and why? This I'm sure there's like better answers to this than what I'm going to give, but these are just like three people I really want to pick their brain of would be Raven Kennedy because, duh, yeah. um, love her. Honestly, I think I'm going to say Alice Coldbreath because okay. i adore her so much she has those historical romances that are like different than what you think oh my god they're so fucking good um and she actually like i've emailed with her a few times and it just like blew me away i love her so much um and i'm gonna switch genres i'm gonna go with greg Hurwitz, who writes the orphan x series which is in like a assassin secret agent not really okay. see, like a past government agent gone rogue thing but like i love his books i've seen enough stuff of his like online um like his interviews and things like that that like he seems like just like a really fucking cool person that i would love to meet and i think that he would have fun talking to a bunch of romance authors so <laughs> it'd be different to see you know that yeah. one that one guy that like doesn't do romance and yeah that kind well, of stuff I mean, like his main characters still have like romantic interests obviously he doesn't get like super graphic in the sex you know but like but yeah put together a paranormal a historical and then my contemporary romance with like a thriller writer have some fun with that that would be so interesting like getting yeah. to see <laughs> Oh, now I just kind of want to find like a thriller novel that's also a romance novel. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that like the haunting um, Adeline and hunting Adeline books count as like a thriller, like psychological thriller romance novel, but still mm-hmm. like. I, I haven't read them, but I know it. enough about them that they might. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are. They are They're dark. on my list. Yeah. <laughs> They're I, so good. They're <laughs> yeah. so good. And when you read them, you need to let me know so that I can be like, what did you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I'll get, the, I will get to them eventually. I promise I have enough people hounding me for it that are like, oh my God. I'm like, I will get there. I promise. Hey, Stay if you like dark reader. romance, that is your, that is your. Yeah. I'm such right a there. mood reader though. I need to like be ready for it. And yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. All you right. Spend your time. So do you want to go ahead and plug all your social media? Yeah, sure. So SJ Tilly, everything that I have, you can go to sjtilly.com and I have links to stuff. Otherwise, I'm on Instagram. Instagram is honestly where I am the most active um, because I share in my stories all day on Instagram and I don't really share my stories on Facebook or TikTok for no other reason than I forget. Um, 
So SJ Tilly author on Instagram, SJ Tilly author on TikTok, Beanbag Reader, Beanbag Book Club is the private reader group on Facebook. Join that, or you can just find SJ Tilly dash author, find that page. Um, I spend a lot of time on my phone on social media, so I'm try to respond to stuff. Facebook is harder because I feel like notifications get lost because I have like my author account and then like my author page, and so like sometimes it's hard to keep track of stuff so if you really want to get a hold of me send me like an actual message direct message or do it on instagram or something um and then i will for sure see it all right um so we are as we've said this month our theme is going to be just reading the darling lake series Mm -hmm. um or really anything by sj over here um (laughs) i'm bullying everybody I know into reading all of the books because I'm just that's what I do I bully people into reading books and then they love them and then that's how this happens I support this <laughs> that's how I got um Lindsay and Shelby to read uh what was it uh Madison Man. Kate okay. yeah. yeah I, I found yeah. it on TikTok and was like okay now you have to read this I'm sorry here like read it you have to <laughs> well and they don't regret it right it just nope not at all <laughs> you've got our discord link to our server in the show notes um or the episode description um all of our other social media is there you can find us on instagram at no shelf restraint podcast podcast, and then on tiktok as just no shelf restraint um our email is listed everywhere if you need to get hold of us feel free to send us a message and um on any of our social media or jump in our discord we've got um lists for our book recommendations we've got we'll have chats about the books um anything like that so we will awesome. talk to you guys in a couple weeks thank you so much sj for coming yes, and hanging out thank with us kind of fun i will always be glad to talk about books it i'll was... share everything once you send the links we'll put them on my social media too because why not people should listen to this it's great awesome um yeah. we've also got if oh um before i forget sj also is on a podcast uh-huh oh yes right plugging my stuff right uh tall dark fictional yes. tall dark fictional podcast co-host is cat win uh her debut novel is partner track uh y'all should read it and have her on this podcast too because she would love that absolutely is it out <laughs> yeah 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 oh. it's out though that is my that is my next read (laughs) (laughs) she will absolutely come on and talk to you guys and she's a ton of fun absolutely we will once we get this month done and we get the move and everything figured out we will that will be one of our next plans so yeah thank you so much again it was so much fun having you on and everybody keep an eye out for um the the holiday novella that we don't have a title yet for Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the next book in the Darling Lake series and anything else that SJ publishes we will always share it on our social media um, but we will see you in a couple of weeks and keep it spicy guys thanks awesome. thank you